0: What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. Man, do we have a recap for y'all this week. NFL Week 8 was fucking crazy. Before we get started this uh, episode, go down like and subscribe. It means a lot to us. Shout out, everyone. we made it past 100. We're going to keep growing the channel. But as always, these are your hosts. I'm Paul pickle winnem Concha, also known as the Drunk Gambler. I got a bottle of rum with me today. Who's with me?
1: Hey, man, you already know. It's your boy, Kev water boy savoy, you feel me staying hydrated staying thirsty and Paul bro I'm not gonna lie to you man I was doing some math the other day okay no cap so I was, I was doing some addition not too great at that subtraction even worse multiplication I'm out the door with it kid I'm not even gonna lie to you two times what equals who no sir but there's something about that division <laughs> <laughs> well, you know when it you comes do? to the division, I'm just like my dirty birds. I'm number one.
0: <laughs> Let him know, Kevin. Uh, mathematician in the building.
1: I'll tell you, you're not number one in your division, Don't Speak to me, you bozo. <laughs> yeah. on, how are you doing today? <laughs>
0: yeah. Number one in the division and number one in the head-to-head rankings between us, Kevin and me both went eight and six. Kevin in at 57-47-1. I'm sitting at 53, 51 and 1. It's kind of close. It's still close. Anybody's race still? On the locks and dogs, Kev went 1 and 1 on his locks, 0 and 1 on the dogs. The Giants didn't come through. Uh, Neither one of us hit a dog. And then I went 2 and 0 on my locks. So that was a good thing. 3 and 2 on my best bets. We're back to winning, baby. Feels good. And 9 and 9 on the props. You got an even little smirk on your face. (laughs) Because
1: maybe it's time for
0: that. It's time
1: for everybody's favorite part of the week. We talking Water Boys games of the week, you feel me? And there's only one game to fucking talk about. This game was fucking insane. We had the Falcons versus the Panthers. And I need you guys to understand this, right? This game had me drinking so much. I bet I can't. I did not watch – I couldn't, I barely remember any other football. I know what happened. Shit went down. It was lit. But I was so deep into this game. This game was fucking insane. We had the overtime, a couple of missed field goals, motherfucking quarterbacks, fucking P.J. Walker threw the fucking throw of his life, fucking. But at the end of the day, Marcus Mariota and them boys don't never quit. They got straight fight. And them boys is dogs. Let's pull up the numbers for this fucking game because this shit was insane. How would you enjoy the game of the week?
0: Uh, no, the game was fine. I'll let you continue with the numbers. I'm just going to point out something real quick. Baker Mayfield was healthy for the game, and he didn't play. It was P.J. Walker. And then now after this game, they've gone forward and said Baker Mayfield is officially benched for P.J. Walker, and moving forward, Baker has accepted his role. Talk about Bam. earning your fucking starting spot, bro, from the XF. Like, I just love his story. I only love it more the fact that like now he's starting over Baker. And uh that throw was actually the longest pass ever in the next gen stats era. So since they've been keeping the next gen stats for like what ten years or so, eight years or so, that sixty it was like sixty two yards in the air or something. It was the longest I was about to say like,
1: when I think about it, it didn't nobody ran like it was in the end zone.
0: yeah, that, it was a straight oh and it, he actually caught it in the end zone, like reaching for it. So it was even longer than like the sixty two yard touchdown. So it was really like sixty four yard throw. Boy had a cannon ah. on it, bro. And it was on the money. Like, that was the craziest thing to me. It was like he put it right. It was reminding me of that Digino Smith throw to Tyler Lockett earlier this year. Yeah.
1: Bro, I was sick when I watched that throw. I'm not going to lie to you. I was, we scored our touchdown, and I was like, oh, okay, bet. This offense is not driving. No way. And then we got the stops. I'm thinking, like, yo, there's no way this offense is going to drive. So, what does he do? He chucks that bitch 62 yards. And, like, I don't even think he saw the mismatch, but there was no safety back there. That was a corner that got burnt and a linebacker. It is just like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck? Why are y'all guarding DJ Moore? I don't care if he was in a fucking slot. Bro, where the fuck is safety help at? But our secondary's fucking dis- disintegrated at the moment. So motherfucking, and when I tell you, Falcons Twitter's was upset hmm. when we got into overtime and this making Marcus Mariota with throws that pick. Oh my god! Me and Falcon Twitter almost. Oh you see Falcon's Twitter this Sunday, motherfucking. Oh my god! They almost. They almost. But we, but two miss, two missed pick kicks later. What's it called? The kick. The kicker um, misses the fucking extra point. So we go into overtime, motherfucking. And then he misses the other one after the pick in overtime.
0: <sighs> so he's sitting number one in the division. Congrats! I'm also gonna point out this a. Uh... The flag on DJ Moore where he took the helmet off. First oh. off, boneheaded move. Just like, I know it's the heat of the moment. People have been talking down on you. This is your first game where you look like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. NBC rule analyst expert came out like yesterday or today and said that the calling on the field was wrong. He was technically, because when he took his helmet off, he was out of bounds. And as long as he's not on the field, it he shouldn't have been flagged for it. And, uh, <laughs> so, like falcons like i know y'all don't give a fuck like how fuck y'all but uh, like in reality it was just another time where the refs just made made a wrong call and it, maybe it costed the team we never know now
1: no it cost them the fucking game yeah really. no, it definitely costed
0: him the game but yeah, that's the just, you just you never go back you only go forward right
1: Ah, uh, that's what you love about football. There's always somebody fucking up. There's always oh. I'd be explaining that to people, right? Cause like if you watch me watch football, you wouldn't think I actually enjoy the shit most of the times. This week I was in a great mood. But usually I've been just spread. They fucking suck. Like I say that at least 50 54 times an hour. So motherfucking people be like, why are you watching it? But you just think everybody sucks. Isn't that? I don't think everybody sucks. Just somebody has to mess up for something good to happen, like right? that's just that's just facts. Like, somebody has to have somebody has to be bad. Oh, trust
0: me, man. I'll I be watching games in the fourth quarter when no time is left, and I'll be like, Bro, I need this kicker to make this kick just to cover, like, fuck everything else. Like, I, and he misses an easy kick, and it's just like, You, fuck it. like, I, I have no emotional ties to you, just my money tied <laughs> to you. So it's just like, You, fucking prick, like, <laughs> like, you get real heated in the moment. Like, so I understand, I especially when it comes from your team.
1: But no, nah, this game was great. I think we played great. I think we played great, motherfucking Caleb Huntley, my dog, and motherfucking those ninety-one rushing yards, the touchdowns, Kyle Pitts, yeah, he did yeah. that. The boys we need that. like that. The pick six, yeah, yeah. Wait, was it a pick six? I believe no, yeah. Was... Oh yeah, the pick six. Yeah,
0: we did. Then, my um... dog
1: Bird, Dirty Bird himself.
0: You like, like that little, little name brain. I gave him, the Dirty Bird. He
1: like, he like, he's like our little version of Tyree Kill. You feel me? Like, we, he not Tyree Hill, but he's he our hit, He hit one,
0: there. like, four weeks ago, I remember. It was a nice little 75-yarder up the middle. It was last week. Oh, it was last, it was week? last yeah, week? I just not remember it hearing like his last name. It was the
1: week or the week before. Because I remember, like, I was like, dang, should I get him a fantasy? No, he's not going to do that again. He did
0: it again. Uh, well, shit. The last little thing I'm going to hit on for this, uh, for my side, is uh, Calvin Ridley got traded. Today is the trade deadline. Calvin Really got traded to. Let me make sure I got the right team. Calvin really Oh, he went to the Jaguars.
1: Yeah, I'm not too not too upset about that. It's like it's that was you know he's cool and everything like that. Free free Calvin Ridley, but like we didn't get to we didn't get to use him last year because the um, the mental stuff, and this year because he's it allows a completely different team
0: now. So yeah, like, uh, and he's just, yeah, more of a run heavy team anyway. But uh, I just find it funny. Someone pointed out he got suspended because he bet on the Falcons to beat the Jaguars last year, and now uh-huh. he's on the Jaguars.
1: <laughs> That's actually comedy, kid.
0: That's perfectly irony. Huh? But uh, let's see. We'll hit more trades as we go. Whenever teams we get to, I'll point out who just got traded, who's in a new land.
1: But shit just got so much brighter. <laughs>
0: Oh, I bet. <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's go. Let's go to London. I forgot about this game. It actually, happened so early. We both were on the Jags. The Broncos finally win. They've snapped the losing streak, and the the Jaguars snapped their winning streak over in London.
1: How the fuck did this game? This game made me mad because I woke up early for this shit, and I really thought the Jaguars had it. They had the lead late in the fourth. Who the fuck is supposed to drive down Russell Wilson? <laughs> That's exactly who did it. Is. Like, it was fucking insane. And Trevor Lawrence, not a fan, but he's getting another weapon, so that might help him. That might help him. But, yeah, I did not see anything promising from um either team, truthfully.
0: I'm Travis Etienne had a day. I think he had 150 rushing yards. And uh, that's the one thing I was saying, I was like, I think the Jacks can win because the Broncos have phenomenal pass defense. and we, the Trevor Lawrence throwing those interceptions, you can you can tell. But on the ground, Brees Hall broke through them fucking and then ETN just had a day with 150 yards and it, uh, ETN's the guy. Like, I see why y'all traded away James Robinson. Like, full unleashed ETN is a problem.
1: No okay. cap. But yeah, I'm just shocked the Broncos really won this shit. This was pretty interesting. Like, I think Russ hit a couple of great. That's that um pass um over the top to so, um, Hamler. Hamler was straight money, but like I think they just looked good in the in a couple drives, and that's what we decided the game. Because like, Trevor Lawrence throws a pick, they're losing. So he has to drive down, throws another pick. Like yeah. it was their game. It was it was literally the Broncos just kind of just like they're ugly as fuck. Like they're what we think the Steelers used to be. I feel like on offense. It was like ugly, scrappy, and they just figure out how to put put the drives together and shit. But, man, fuck them niggas.
0: <laughs> Next game, we had the Cowboys blowing out the Bears, 49-29. to Dak came all the way alive. But it was close, say, a little you know, bit.
1: Yeah, I was going to say there was a point, like, when the Bears had scored 23, and I was like, like, whoa, I know the Bears ain't finna fuck up my motherfucking picks this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a route right the second and third quarter is right when the bears start moving.
1: And that but um Michael Parsons, but well, he got that fumble on that insane fucking play, but the same play where two fucking players tackled each other. Two cowboys tackled each other, got that insane fumble, took that back. And then Tony Pollard's fucking That's crazy feel right?
0: Jumping over Parsons instead of touching Parsons, so Parsons gets up and it's like, Alright, I'll just fucking run with it. Scored his touchdown. No so, yeah.
1: And then, motherfucking, that run by Tony Pillard, fucking breakthrough, like, what was it, 54 yards? Mm -hmm. Like, motherfucking, those were like showing, like, this is just the same Cowboys. Like, when they're up against bad teams, they figure out a way to, like, really splash, you make these splash plays and just come alive.
0: Yeah. And, like, my bad.
1: I was saying, this game is always, it's always funny when you watch games like this in the Cowboys because you think, like, huh, maybe they might Jerry Jones their way into the playoffs again this year. But that's going to be tough for the Giants and, um, Eagles playing the way they're
0: play what you see in this game honestly this the Cowboys might be the second best team in the NFC bro like I know it's just the Bears but when who who's this like we know the Eagles are the best team in the NFC like even if you don't really believe like oh they're right they're, they're the only other team right now is the Vikings and after that who the Giants aren't all like the I still them, think the, the Giants that be exposed. did the Giants
1: already beat the Cowboys? No, the
0: Cowboys beat the Giants with Cooper Rush.
1: Oh, they
0: did. Yeah, Monday night. That's why, like. like, the NFC is so wide open right now. It could be the 49ers are the third, second or third better team. But it's just like they're also <laughs> four, four wins. They don't have many wins.
1: That's insane. That's really insane.
0: Like the, really, the NFC East could have three teams in the playoffs this year because of how lackluster the rest of those NFC teams have been. Like the Saints, like look at y'all division. The Bucks aren't the, the power hitter anymore. The the um the Cardinals might go, and the bike and the Packers might not make it this year. Up the way that they're playing, the schedule they got left. Like the NFC East might just be honestly, and like the Cardinals are three and five. I know D Hop is back. Seattle is like. Four and are they four win or five win? Seattle might be the second, but like that second best team, like titles up for grabs in NFC, in my opinion. Like, the I don't think there's a clear cut. Like, maybe the Vikings, especially with the people they traded for, but I don't know. I, if the Cowboys get offense looks like the what they looked like yesterday, they might be nasty, and especially with um, because they didn't even have Zeke. And, like, I know we talk shit on Zeke, but, like, Zeke in the past four weeks has been looking pretty damn good. Like, I, we were talking mad shit on Zeke going into the year. But when Cooper Rush was playing quarterback, Zeke was really, like, one of the main reasons why they were winning.
1: Nah, damn, that's actually a great fucking point. Motherfucking... I'm, not,
0: I'm not standing on the fact that they're the second-best team, but it's just like right now, it's like NFC outside of the Eagles. is like who else is really going to go?
1: hmm Now, that's no cap. That's actually interesting.
0: And then um, then I want to see – I want to say someone made a trade. Uh, oh, no, no, I did not know one made a trade. Justin Fields had a career day, career high in what? touchdowns, a career high in passer rating, and they still get, like, blown out. But it, maybe he's progressing. Maybe. Like, Maybe Like, they're they're starting to play – they're starting to roll out calls just for Justin Fields, and he's starting to look at least better than what he's been showing the past season and a half.
1: That's actually interesting. I mean, Khalil Herbert needs to get the starting position, in my opinion. I don't think David Montgomery like that for real. But They're
0: slowly – I think they're slowly doing that because Khalil Herbert's had all the red zone touches in the past two games. So, I think they're slowly, like Oh, Khalil Herbert's a better in, in the in the final ten yards. Oh, Khalil Herbert might be better at the fifty. Like, this I think they're slowly doing that. Uh, let me see. Any trades here to no. note? Uh, Jonathan Hackens, I believe the pass rusher, no one too big, went to the, the Cowboys. Uh, next game we had the Dolphins beating the Lions. My Dolphin. It was a close game in the first half. It was like what seventeen to twenty seven. We we're losing. <laughs> We came back at that second half made crazy adjustments cuz i want to say we like the Lions didn't the lines didn't score second half period they didn't put up any points second half but i want to say they only put up less than 100 yards in the second half and the first half they had like near 300 so like it, that was just great adjustments coming out of halftime and tua 350 yards 3 touchdowns 80 something 80 something percent completion percentage no interceptions no other quarterback has ever thrown three hundred plus yards, three touchdowns, with an eighty percent completion percentage. Like he was just on fire last week, this week.
1: Was in the game. What didn't the, in the first? What happened in the first half? So I remember watching this game a little bit.
0: They there uh so especially early it was like 14-0, zero we're losing, and honestly they just had a couple big chunk plays like Jared Goff to Hawkinson for like fifty yards to set up like a red zone and then it is ran it ran it and eventually got it on a nice touch and then another like same thing I think like uh someone else got like a big catch for like 40 yards like Khalif Raymond or something and then after that they're set up again in the red zone and it is ran a few plays scored again but uh, I was never too worried because like our offense was working like we were still scoring ourselves moving the ball I was like also those chunk plays isn't something you can bank on for, like, a whole four quarters. Like, it's not like they're methodically moving the ball down. It's like, oh, 50 yards, here we are.
1: I respect it. Glad to see y'all get the dub over there.
0: Tyreek Hill, 188 yards, Waddle. Crazy thing, bro. Tyreek is 200 and something yards more than second place in receiving right now. He has, like, 900 and something. Second place is Diggs with 750. And then the fourth place is Waddle with 720. So, like, Waddle's literally <laughs> 30 yards off of becoming the second number two.
1: Dang, that's great. If it stays like this, you think they're going to put Tua in our MVP talk?
0: If we go undefeated with Tua, like, I know that's a big if because we he missed those games, but he has yet to lose a game that he played all the way through if we do end up like winning out or maybe losing one game at the end of the year type shit, like I could see them being like, well, look at the dolphins with Tua versus without Tua They're with, without Tua 0 and 3 with Tua 11, like 12 and one this year. And then look at the yards, look at the, the like number one and complete. Like, I, I think there's a case to be made if he continues this play. And then he has two receivers at both like number one and breaks the receiving record, which he's on pace to do right now. And then number two or number five waddle. Like it would just be, it might be kind of hard. But the way Mahomes and Hurts are playing, it, it also might be hard to take away from them doing it for 16 or 17 games. Hey,
1: this is a contract, yeah. I don't know what I'm just saying. It's a contract.
0: And they might have to forget about them injuries. Hey, and put them in stuff. shout out the Dolphins. We, we went out and got Bradley Chubb. We went out and got ourselves an all-pro pass rusher. Fucking our defense was looking kind of eh. So we're like, fuck it. Let's, start, let's go get it. And we trade away uh, Chase Edmonds for that also. So, like, we're more stare, like, he didn't lose Yeah, but now we got Jeff Wilson. We traded to go get Jeff Wilson from the 49ers. So now we got More and Wilson from the 49ers with McDaniels.
1: Fuck step man. One point. I started him twice in both leagues. One point each time. <laughs> now he's starting running back scoring touchdowns and shit. It's bullish.
0: It's bullish and not. Nah, but hey, I'm liking our like I was saying before, like with Tua, I'm not afraid of a shootout with any team. I'm not afraid to put up points, and I think this team can do it. N- next game, we're both wrong on this one. We had the Cardinals. It was close. They had the ball. They were down by eight in that fourth quarter. They, they, There's chances to be made, but it just didn't happen. Uh, Vikings win 34-26. Vikings are 6-1 and one right now, 4-0 and oh at home.
1: This is crazy just off the face. One, D-hop, hell of a game. Hell of a game. Hell of a fucking game, as usual. So this Cardinals offense looked like they were scoring. They looked good. I had to watch this on the red zone. So they looked like they was doing their thing. And the Vikings got a lead early, and they just looked like they was going to chip towards the lead. But this defense couldn't do shit to this offense.
0: Nothing. And the offense only got scarier, bro. They just traded for TJ Hawkinson. They, they just,
1: have T.J. Hawkinson. Now they've
0: got T.J. Hawkinson. Like, Jettas, T.J., K.J. Osborne, and Adam Thielen. Like, that's fucking kind of scary. Like, they are going all in right now. They said, fuck it, we're winning. Let's go get more weapons.
1: I guess defense might go out. Or at least take Dalvin Cook out because the defense always played better than Dalvin Cook came
0: there. And uh, Hawkinson can block. That's one thing I always give him credit. He's almost like a mini Kittle. Cause he, like Kittle gets all the love for his blocking, whereas Hawkinson, no one ever talks about it. But like he's just another long-haired white boy that knows how to block and catch.
1: Hmm.
0: See, uh, Cardinals. Did the Cardinals make any trades? Uh, I know they traded away some players. But I don't think they traded. Uh oh, Robbie Anderson. If you count that, a couple weeks ago. Uh, next game, Saints is blowing out the Raiders, bro. 24-0. to zero. This was just fucking bad. This, this- was
1: embarrassing, kid. Like, I didn't I didn't watch a single second of this game. I haven't seen a highlight from this game. I was just looking like Andy. I looked up, because Pat Mahomes was on by this week in fantasy. So I had to start Andy Dalton. i look Andy Dalton, 22 points. What the fuck? 24-0? <laughs> bro, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going this on? It's the, the same game where I won 189-184. to 184. So like, we had the highest scoring. to dude I played against would have beat everybody in the league.
0: Seven. Oh, I know he's pissed. Then, I know how he feels.
1: Yeah, bro, our wide receivers went crazy. I had fucking – I'll get into that when we talk Eagles. But motherfucking – so the fact that Andy Dalton scored 23 for me was like, yo, thank you.
0: Hey, the Saints didn't trade Kamara. So, like, he's staying. They, I guess the Eagles weren't willing to give up that, that top five pick that they have resting on them. Uh, but fuck, like –
1: I don't
0: want to get that shit either. What the fuck? Oh yeah, no, there. There. We'll get into another team that had a trade for the Eagles that the Eagles are linked to, and I think the Eagles should have pulled the trigger, and they didn't. But uh, man, this Raiders team is—they keep shocking me. It's like some games where you're not supposed to win, they win. Some games that are they're, they're supposed to win, they just fucking blow it. And I think this game tells me more about the Raiders than about the Saints. Like with the Raiders, I'm just fucking done. Like there, I'm uh. just – they are, they are that bad. I kept telling them, like, oh, they're just the best two-win team we've ever seen. On paper, but not on the field. They fucking stink on the field. Devontae Adams had one catch for, like, what, three yards or some shit? Like, what the fuck? That's insane because he's
1: really just scored a to touchdown pretty much. Like. I look at the Raiders as a team. They were what I thought the Seahawks were. They the Seahawks are balling to doing their thing right now. But the Raiders are really what I thought the Seahawks were gonna be. They would just sneak in and get a win every once in a while and get fucked up by teams on a regular basis. But the Raiders are just like they're a good, they're a team that can do good. And I don't think they're a good team. I think they're a team that can do good. I think they got the lesser, the McDaniels. Right. Like they they should have got Mike, they got Josh.
0: For those people that play like my GM on two K and uh nfl mad and all that shit and that team chemistry matters the most like, it doesn't matter who's on your team if your chemistry is low you always lose games for some reason and that's what the raiders feel like like it's like those person that trades make all those trades in the season and get all these star players and like yeah i got the super and they sim the season and the next thing they'll they only win like four games and they're like what the fuck i got all these star players and it's like team chemistry 20%. Y'all, you're not winning shit. Like, I'm not saying the team's not getting along, but it's just that's what reminds me of. It's like on GM, when you get all the good players, but your team still don't win for some reason.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: It might I be coaching, that. but I always feel like coaching is also a scapegoat sometimes.
1: I look at it. I think they should have kept the coach that um Rob Bisacha, or they should have kept Brad from last year, too. Oh, yeah.
0: The end of the year out, they're rallying behind boy.
1: So I think that's what it was. I feel like this team is a team that can do great, but they have to be put in positions to do great. I don't think, I don't want to blame it 100% on coaching, but like Derek yeah. Carr's looking the worst he's ever has. Like and Derek Carr's to me is the baseline of if you're a good, bad quarterback. Are you better than, better than um Derek Carr? Okay, I can see you're a good quarterback. Are you worse than Derek Carr? Then you're not a good quarterback, homie. So like, He's playing the worst he's ever has, and I think it's because of this offense that he's running right now. Did they have, did they keep the same offensive coordinator?
0: I believe so. I could be wrong. I, I didn't keep up too much with them, but I believe so. so.
1: Is the same offense that they had where they replaced Devontae Adams? Um, what's the name that got the, um, Henry Ruggs for Devontae Adams?
0: Yep. I and, believe so. Yeah. I could be wrong, but like, don't quote me on that, but I believe so.
1: That's crazy. So something has to shake because, like, This team is not going to do any better. They put in a lot to make this team what it is.
0: Before we move Yeah, no. Our Raiders pick, our low-key, they're a car MVP. All that shit dead right now. Uh, Let me see. Uh, I did forget to hit on these. There's a couple trades. The Falcons did go out and get a corner. They got Rashad Felton from the Chiefs, former starter. Former
1: starter, yeah, yeah. We need that on the other side. AJ Terrell come back healthy.
0: We're going to need that for the fight Hey, let him know, Kev. Let him know. Uh, then we had – uh, we talked about the Broncos, forgot to bring up. They did trade for – they got rid of Bradley Chubb, so they traded the Jets and got – Uh, what's his name? Jacob Martin. Not as good as Bradley Chubb, but he's a, he's a decent rotational pass rusher. Like, you know, he's got to fill that void. Like, you got rid of your best pass rusher. You got to at least fill the void. And then the Bears went out and got Chase Claypool.
1: Second round, they
0: traded their second round pick for Chase Claypool. The Packers also were trying to get Chase Claypool and offered a second round pick as well. They just decided to go with the Bears instead of them.
1: You said who got Chase Claypool the Bears?
0: Bears, yeah. Chase Claypool's career is over. Like that's what I said. Damn, them boys probably. Well, it's probably just off the fact that the
1: Bears, um. The Bears Didn't have a, how, better, a
0: worse record. <laughs> yeah, the Bears
1: definitely. I don't know. The Bears. Oh well, the Packers beat the Bears, so that's probably what their thing was. They're like, huh? Who's, who's probably gonna do worse? And then I bet you it's also like Chase Claypool probably wanted to leave too. I feel like that was a thing. So they, I think it's a no. It's a like kind of tradition to just send them to the worst team when they don't have any no trade calls.
0: <laughs> just fuck you.
1: Yeah, like I think that's tradition because one thing I learned about the difference between NFL trades and NBA trades is that. On an NFL trade, everybody has to feel like they won. That's why you don't really see blockbuster trades in the NFL like that for real. Like, you're not really seeing no three-team trades or, like, a person and another – I don't even know if they can do that, but that wouldn't even be a thing. Just like, Everybody has to feel like they won in some yeah. sort. Like, each party has to feel like, yeah, we got what we want. If not, then just say, fuck you. Well, how many people have you seen say, like, y'all, I'm never playing for this team again? And, play, and the, they just watched them. They just watched them just sit, like – I don't win anything if this nigga forced me to trade him. Like, I want to trade him because I felt like.
0: Him. Yeah, the and then uh, one thing I forgot to hit on was the TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings trade. This is super rare. Like, this was an interdivision trade. You don't ever see someone trade a star player to another within the division, and that's what happened with Hawkinson going to the Vikings um, from the Lions. So that was that was odd.
1: This nigga they traded. End of it, I just peeped. That's crazy. Yeah, you no one's that.
0: really saying that, but that was the first thing I thought of when I seen it. And I was just like, huh, like, you don't ever see two teams in the same division working together. And then, uh, Chase Edmonds went to the Broncos. I forgot to hit on that. He did get traded off the Dolphins and he went to the Broncos. as part of the Bradley Chubb trade.
1: They all right, their running back room is already in disarray. We don't,
0: yeah, they got Latavius done. Murray starting right now over Gordon. <laughs> it's his wild.
1: It doesn't make sense. We don't even pay attention to them.
0: All right, next game. I had to, I had hit off to all those trades I missed, but this one right here, I called it from a mile away, bro. The Patriots beating the Jets, twenty-two to seventeen. Belichick passes George Hollis to now be the second most wins of all time, only behind the one and only, Shula.
1: But I, I, I pray nobody, I pray nobody breaks any record on Shula put up. If people really, I feel like there's certain people you never want to forget in history. But um, Zach Wilson that's, sucks. That's, did, I did I pick blows. The Jets? Did, I, did I possibly pick, did I pick the
0: Jets? In my, no, I, no, you no, you picked the Patriots too. You like, I think you're maybe it was lean Jets, but then the more I was just like, yo, the Patriots fucking are gonna like Bill Belichick got embarrassed last week, and he's gonna come in there and put Zach Wilson in the box, now, That's exactly Zach. Fucking three hundred yards. He looked fucking terrible. Those interceptions were just fucking god awful. Zach Wilson's a bust. He sucks. Like this need to accept it already.
1: Damn, damn. I mean, I think his gritty isn't that bad.
0: Definitely, burning gets sick. He's gritty.
1: Nah, that Gisette, Gisette, like you said, Giuseppe is gritty. Is probably a hate crime in most in most states. <laughs> so we we just let it slide in Florida. But um, I all I seen from this game is I saw I saw that um Sauce Gardner was ready for it. He said that he he said he expected Bill to challenge him, and I saw that I saw the interception that um Zach Wilson threw when he was um. When he was running out of the pocket, it looked like he was about to throw it away, but he saw this dude leaning, and he threw it. He um, just didn't put enough air under the ball, and he threw that bitch up and it was a pick. And that's when I agreed with you. I was like, huh, maybe this man does suck. Like, maybe he's not that good for real. Like, I didn't think he was good, but maybe he's not very, very, very bad. Like, there's a lot of people I don't think are good, but I don't think they're terrible. Like, maybe he genuinely does suck. And maybe him and Trevor Lawrence are in the same boat.
0: Year I'd rather had Trevor Lawrence without a doubt because like uh Zach Wilson year two this is just year two stats bro dead last completion percentage fifty four point nine percent completion percentage ten sacks
1: and they got you over the summer Zach Garrett Wilson
0: and three touchdowns five interceptions they they asked Elijah Moore how how's the especially first game back all this stuff how how's your team chemistry with Zach Wilson the legit quote was. I don't know. He don't throw me the ball. Like, like, they are not happy. Like, this team looks – like, if Zach Wilson – if they had Flauco in, they might beat the Patriots. Like, Flauco was at least putting up, like, 300 yards and, like, keeping games close and stuff. Like, Like, they didn't have to rely on the defense in the run game as much. With Zach Wilson, you have to rely on the defense in the run game. And even Jets reporters are now saying, like, we are a playoff team, and Zach Wilson is holding us back. And I'm happy that they're saying that because they, they are not – stop sugarcoating it and thinking, like, well, he'll turn it around. It's like, no, bro. Like, we've seen enough of this man. He is not good. Is it looking
1: like every quarterback from last year's draft, such as Matt Jones, um, Zach Wilson? Looking Joe. mid.
0: Justin Fields is kind of progressing maybe this year. Trevor Lawrence is looking like he wasn't – like he didn't see any type of real um, – like problems in the college football scene or high school football scene. So now that he's coming to the NFL and he actually has to face adversity, he's kind of crumbling against it. Like like these are some red flags. We might be watching Ryan Leaf and them boys from like way back in the day.
1: Oh, shit. That's crazy. That that
0: draft class had like four people go in the first round, all be bust. Like,
1: That's crazy. We'll see, man. Let's see how this goes. What's the next game?
0: Next game was a blowout from start to finish. We had the Eagles – Seven and zero, destroying the Steelers. Kenny Pickett over half interception. Chick, Ching, give me that money. Jalen Hurts over two hundred and thirty yards. Chick, Ching. I think that cast at halftime. Like that shit was. He was just balling with AJ Brown. Uh.
1: That's a. A real story. Fucking Brown, three touchdowns and every touchdown looked so nice. He was just yeah, they had a defender burnt.
0: My favorite was, one was when he pointed at the people. And he caught him over two this person, and they hit each other and fell, and he was like. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, he
1: disrespectful with it. He's nasty, man. I remember just looking up because I'm more deep into this Falcons game. I looked up, and I just said, A.J. Brown, three touchdowns. I'm like, huh, I know I'm winning the fantasy. In the
0: and the first half...
1: that. You know what's crazy about that? If he doesn't score three touchdowns, I lose. Like, that's insane. Like, me he scores only two, I lost. Like it is crazy.
0: This is the first week where I felt like it was finally fantasy football again. Where like, cause every week's been kind of normal football, with maybe one person spazzing, maybe two. Whereas this week, there's finally like six or six or so people that, that spazzed, and like if you had them, you felt the impact of having them. Week the week, like back then, like we haven't really seen that like impact yet on certain players. Like like, but with this week, we saw like people just go fucking federal, like just go right. absolutely nuts.
1: Yeah, the Eagles are the best team in the NFC right now, and if they keep playing like this, I like them to – I keep saying they do for an L. Like, I really would see them as a 15-2 team or 14-2 and team. But I don't know, man. They're really looking like – with the schedule they got. And the way they play.
0: Yeah, like, I'm going to just read off the schedule real quick for the people that don't understand. Where Like, the possibility of them going undefeated is real if they really play out. They have Houston, Washington. Colts, Green Bay, Tennessee, New York Giants, Chicago, Cowboys, Saints, Giants again. They should be all these teams that they're going up against. That's the thing. They should, but you know, not everything's promised every week. There's on paper, though. Like they do have a legitimate chance.
1: I just hope they're in the locker room taking it one week at a time and not giving a fuck. They're balling right now. Fuck Sham. I hate to see him that.
0: <laughs> yeah, fuck them uh eagles went out uh did they get someone let me see i want to say they did go get uh well they got robert quinn from the bears a couple days ago and uh, that actually might be it for them yeah no they didn't make any other big moves oh but they were tied to kareem hunt and kareem hunt is staying put on the browns and its sources are coming out all the all the browns wanted was a fourth round pick for hunt and nobody was going to give it. Uh-oh. Yeah, that, that was the running back where I was like, hey, a fourth-rounder for Hunt. Like, I would have took that if I was the Eagles.
1: Wow. Yeah, I would have took that. No cap.
0: Uh, Let's see. But next game, the Titans beating the Texans. Tie in, like, Derrick Henry, 219. First player in history to have, like, four games or three games. I think it was four games against the same opponent, and all of them be over 200 yards. Like, no other person has ever had to a, 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 a do that four times against the same opponent.
1: You, you ain't told me that before I picked the fucking Texans?
0: I, but I told you the Texans led up 164 yards per game on, against the run alone, and they're going up against Derrick Henry and, a, and a fucking Sam Eliger at, at the helm. Not Sam Eliger, fucking Malik Willis at the helm.
1: Yeah. I thought, I thought, I, I, I have too much respect for Lovie Smith. I feel like when I look at him, I think a defensive juggernaut. Lies! That was the most. Shit. None of them ain't doing shit.
0: Yeah, and the Texans, like, Malik Willis threw an interception, and like, it kept the game closed. Like, the Texans, if they could just score fucking points, they could do something maybe in this game. But they just looked – another team of them just god-awful. Brandon Cooks didn't get traded, and he sounded like he wanted to be traded because then he had some, like, cryptic-ass tweet afterwards about don't take kindness for weakness.
1: Playing with his career.
0: Yeah, so we'll see. Maybe he won't even, because they play this Thursday. So we'll see what happens with that and him and everything. Because he wasn't even at practice today. They said he was actually thinking he's gonna be gone, so he didn't even show up for practice.
1: It's it it's so crazy just off the face that like in the NFL you want to sit because like in basketball you just sit. In the NFL you want to sit, but it's tough because you're not getting no film. You ain't got true. no film. Them boys gonna them boys gonna try to play you like you watch. So you got it. You got to stay under these shitty circumstances. And, like, Davis Mills is your quarterback, man. I understand your frustrations.
0: Yeah. And then with the tie-ins, this just showed me, like, Derrick Henry. Like, th- this is the Derrick Henry of old. Starts the first four weeks kind of slow. And then just slowly gets his feet underneath them type shit. And then as the season progresses, we start seeing the 170-yard games, the 150-yard games, 200-yard game. Like, at the later in the season we go, remember it was, like, Derrick Tober, or uh Derek Simber instead of December, Derek Simber, because fucking he's – December time rolls around. He's putting up in insane numbers. I think it's
1: funny because I feel like he was doing the opposite last year. Like, last year, he got hurt, don't get me wrong. But last year, he started off the league, like, leading – if it wasn't for Jonathan Taylor going crazy, he would have really – like, he could have still, like, won in rushing. I think yeah. he still finished like, – He also was
0: putting up, play. like, I think, like, he was averaging, like, 30-something touches a game, like, some insane workload.
1: And it, that was their fucking. That was the that was literally the offense too. Like, they would run the ball in very very late situations, and I thought that was insane until you see Derrick Henry break for sixty yards. And you're Like, oh fuck!
0: And also show me like yeah, like Tannehill's the starter. Like Malik Willis can probably be the starter down the road, but he's not ready right now. Just keep like the Tannehill needs to come back for this team to be better. Next game. This a game that you said you watched every second of right here. The premier quarterbacks of the league. The Colts losing to the Commanders, sixteen to seventeen. Whoa! What a showdown.
1: We picked the Commanders, right? Or did I pick Commanders? You, you took the
0: Colts. Commanders, and I took the Colts.
1: I was upset because I was like, "Yo, if the Colts win this, I'm gonna be not. Because then, when the Colts scored like the last touchdown.
0: Um, they scored it. I mean, I'll tell you right now, I know it was the fourth quarter. They took the lead and everything. They're looking good. Um, Colts score. Let me see. Was it the third quarter? No, fourth quarter, eleven minutes left in the game. They go, they take the lead, seven to sixteen. They're up by two possessions. But eleven and there has been no offense all game. So they're looking. I felt pretty good. Two possessions, eleven minutes left, and then Heineke just went.
1: He got that dog in him. and woke up. But I was watching this game at a Halloween party, and like everybody was like playing taboo, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm straight. I'm watching the game." And like I was just watching this, like, "Yo, what if he was able to just really make a couple plays and like win this game?" And when I saw the throw to Scary Terry, and Scary Terry just took it, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, hold on." That last throw was probably one of the big dick throws I've seen. If it wasn't for the motherfucking P.J. Walker throw to D.J. Moore, that would have been the fucking insane. The last touchdown.
0: Right so, before they, the QB sneak.
1: It's so these commanders motherfucking, they're, they're ready to ball, kid. And, like, the teams that they can keep up with, they don't keep up with them. And all he has to do is make one or two plays. I mean, the commanders game are lit. four and
0: four right now. Like, they could – they're better like on like when we're talking playoffs to start today, like they're over the Packers. They're over, like they they might be over the 49ers or, because both of them are four and four right now, depending on how they are, like divisional-wise, all that all stuff. Right. But it's just crazy that like the NFC East really's got teams right now that are winning.
1: And Last year there was the NFC East. This year they the NFC Beast.
0: Yeah, and everyone makes fun of the commanders, but it's like, hey, that four and four might lead y'all's division if they were in it. The commies,
1: not my division, they be tied because we should be 4-4 over here. Let
0: them know. Let them know, Kev. Okay? Shit, but yeah, the Colts, they're another team where, especially with Sam Ellinger, they're dead to me. They're, they're in the same boat as the Raiders. I ain't touching them. Next game, fuck, this game was fun for me at least. Anyone who had the 49ers money line. 49 ers oh, blowing out. The, it wasn't blow out the second half. Like, it was 14-10 at halftime, and then the Rams just fucking turn it up a notch and just shut out the Rams. The Rams, I think, had less than 100 yards of off in second half. And I just loved how the commentators, like, first half, they're like, yeah, this Rams team is looking, like, back to their old selves. This Rams team, like, yeah, this is what we expect from this Rams team. Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the moment they started, the 49ers went into the locker room, made some adjustments, came back. Oh, it was over for. Them. Oh, they're getting pressure. Oh, they're getting sacks. Oh, they're in Stafford's face. Oh, Cooper Cup can't get open now because they're they're targeted. Oh, Christian McCaffrey's finally getting worked into more plays. Like it was this. Oh my, it was bloodbath
1: that. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Once I seen Cooper Cup got me my points I needed, I didn't really give a fuck about the Rams. But Christian McCaffrey,
0: the triple crown.
1: They, they- they said he threw a, yeah, he had a hat trick. How the fuck you have a hat trick in football? This is this is football, not football.
0: First ever.
1: Football. He, so he threw a touchdown, caught one, and ran one in.
0: First ever in history of this National Football League.
1: Damn, that boy now. I gotta go, I gotta go double back. I'm going finna I'm listening listen to the NFL mic up. All
0: right, and like the the throwing one was so nasty. Shanahan trickery at its finest, where they get the play, and, like, they've been running a couple wide receiver screens prior to that, so the defense is kind of looking for it, and then they get Kristen McCaffrey out at wideout, and then they throw it to him, and McCaffrey sells it. Like, he starts running hard up to the line of scrimmage as if he's about to take off. So you see the safeties, like, coming in because they're like, oh, McCaffrey on the wide receiver screen. Then he just plants his foot. Like, it was so, like, the how McCaffrey goes from 100 to nothing was, just, and then he just And it was a dime. I was like, oh, that's a beauty. Like, it wasn't no wobbler. It wasn't no the receiver has to stop and reach for it. It was like, oh, thank you, McCaffrey. Easy touchdown.
1: No cap. So, if Kisha McCaffrey can stay healthy with a Kyle Shanahan mindset. And Debo.
0: This is without Debo, too.
1: You see how Kyle Shanahan unlocked Debo. I remember Kyle Shanahan, how he made Julio look like a god in the Super Bowl. So like Kyle Shanahan's mindset is like really up there with the geniuses like Sean McVay's and uh we're pretty much at hold a vision. P. Carroll him and
0: McCaffrey are like this. Do you did you hear the backstory? No, nah, what happened? Shanahan used to babysit Kristen McCaffrey.
1: That's crazy.
0: Like uh, something about their families being close, probably because McCaffrey comes from like football Olympian family and Mike Shanahan, former all-time great coach. Like there was a something where they, I think his dad coached. McCaffrey's dad in the NFL. Like, there's it's just crazy how they're linked up like that. And, and like, his dad played for the 49ers with Mike Shanahan. And then that's why CMC we used to be babysat by the Kyle Shanahan.
1: That's crazy. Now that's your coach.
0: Yeah. Like, the, the match made in heaven. You know, Shanahan's been wanting CMC for a while. Uh, let's go to the fuck you tour that's been torn all throughout the USA. Geno Smith and them boys fucking up the Giants. I mean, isn't it great to watch both New York teams losing the same day? Or should I call them the Jersey boys because they really play out there in New Jersey?
1: We really got a vendetta against New York this week. But motherfucking uh, – this, this Seahawks team impresses every week. Every week they show that they got promise. How did they win this game?
0: Oh, uh, this game! Fuck, it was like a team effort, bro. It was everything. It was a, uh, they, they, I think they a uh, muff punt turned into a touchdown, either a muff punt or a block punt. I just remember it was something on the special teams where the Giants fucked up, and then um, was it Daniel Jones twenty yards on the ground? Barkley fifty three yards on the ground. Combined team seventy eight yards total on twenty eight carries. Like they had th- bottom five rush defense going into the game, but their rush defense showed like oh like. Keep sleeping on. Like they showed up this game and they took away the one thing the Giants did well. And then once they took that away, it was like, "What else do you got? What else? What else you got for me? There ain't nothing else."
1: Yikes! This is it. Then you up. This is it.
0: And it's not even like the uh, the. I think Seattle had the fifth worst rush defense, and Giants had the sixth worst. So it was like they both suck at rush defense. And so Kenneth Walker, eighteen carries, fifty-one yards. Like he didn't do shit either.
1: And he got his touchdown, though, didn't he? He
0: did get his touchdown, but I mean, he, he didn't do shit with the, the uh rushing wise. But Geno Smith has far just outplayed Daniel Jones, in my opinion. Like, he was able to get drives going, get touchdowns. Also, got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf on both sides cooking it up.
1: And Pete Carroll, smart ass. Pete Listen, Carroll and he bro,
0: fucking, he got a flag just for celebrating. Kind of, he was on the field, like you know, he, he gets hype. That way, we get high, he was on the field, he flagged his ass, and then the referee said. Penalty on the Seattle Mariners, the baseball team. And then the Pete Carroll started buzzing out, laughing and like clowning the ref. Like, you know, he gets up next to the ref, like, oh, we're 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 the Mariners. Like, good thing we're the Seahawks, so you, we don't get five yards. So he was just making little jokes, you know. I was like, dumbass ref.
1: Uh dumb boy.
0: Oh, but man, it feels I'm good I like I just- Seahawks winning, they might be legit. I can't doubt them. And the NFC is weak, man. They might sneak in. And uh, the Giants, like, you're one, you're one trick pony right now. Like, I Daniel Jones was doing good things, and the defense was doing good things. But I don't look at Giants football games and be like, yeah, that's a good team. Like, I, I just don't do. It. I'd be like, yeah, they win games, they find a way to win. But I just don't feel like, yeah, that's a good team. Like, I want, like, I, I can bet on this team every week. Nah. And I think they're going to be that team that starts off six and one, but the year ends at like eight and eight. (laughs) Yeah, they're going to pull the Cardinals. They're going to pull the Cardinals. The Panthers did it with Cam that one year when they were like six and zero, and and then also next thing they end the year like nine and six or some shit. (laughs) No, no, I said they they end the game six and nine or some shit. It
1: was bad. And they lost two games to the Falcons, there.
0: Yeah, Marcus was telling me. He was like, yeah, I remember our team was six and zero, and then we lost seven straight. I was like, golly. So the Giants are with the reverse of what the Dolphins were last year. The Dolphins started off one and five, one and six, and then one and seven in a row. I feel like the Giants are going to start off hot and in this phase. They've only lost. They've
1: only lost one game so far. Let's see. Let's see what the two. No, they
0: six and two. They lost to the Cowboys also with Cooper. Oh Rock. yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's facts. Uh, let's see, uh. Oh, I haven't been keeping up with the trades, but there has been a few more trades. Let me pull them up real quick.
1: We need to get the um the NFL the, the draft the sound effect.
0: Da-da-da-da.
1: I'd like to announce a trade.
0: I'm announcing that the Colts traded to the Bills, Naeem Hines. They got rid of the great pass catching back. Honestly, like that. I just think he fits great with the Bills. Like another running back that can actually go out there and like run routes and be another target for Josh Allen. Uh, and in return, the Bills sent Zach Moss to the Colts. Zach Moss wasn't really playing, but he's a good power back. Uh, let's see. Then we had uh, Roquan Smith, all-pro linebacker from the Bears, going to the Ravens. He's a first-round pick, wasn't he? Yeah. No, he's a dog. He he was the one who recently was crying at the press conference when Robert Quinn got traded.
1: Oh, uh, damn. Yeah, he said, I'm out too.
0: Yeah. Even he, he, though know, he took his tears to the fucking GM that day. He was like, you, you going to send Robert Quinn? You got to get rid of me too. And he said, bet. Senor, and the Ravens said, we don't need wide receivers, those get better defensive players. Bro,
1: I'm mad. You know what I'm mad? I didn't check the um special teams reports. Because I seen a lot of punt uh, blocks, field goal blocks, and like you said, that muff punt. Like niggas is practicing special teams out here nowadays.
0: Oh, if it, it, it gets it gets out there.
1: Like if you don't have a good special team, bro, you might
0: you lack it. That's a whole that's a that's one third of your team. They have offense, defense, and special teams. Don't forget now. Okay. I was talking. I'm saying
1: this because I don't know how close you are to this Packers versus Bills game. But it's coming up. Basketball- getting exposed. But what's the next game, man? It's
0: Bills blowing out the Packers. Not blowing out, <laughs> but 27 to 17 before the Packers get that fourth quarter touchdown to make it uh, closer. The Bills are just a fucking that team bro. they they really are like i was telling my dad like it was hard for me because i didn't take the plus 10 for the packers i mean they pushed it was it was a tie they lost by 10 anyway but i was like the bills i could see josh allen throwing two interceptions because the packers had the best pass defense he did throw two interceptions and then what i said was also even if he throws two interceptions they score 28 points and i just don't see the packers scoring more than 20 points period like especially against the best defense in the NFL on paper right now.
1: Hey, man, I said this since they lost last year that they would be doing this this year. And then they got Von Miller. So they got nothing but more leadership, more veteran experience. I don't even know how good Von Miller's season is going. But just seeing how this defense is so together and so fucking intact. And then they just reactivated Tredavious White.
0: Von Miller is so nasty because he only plays third downs. So he comes in fully, like full 100% every play. They don't need him for the first two downs. They already have a good front four. They get pressured the sending four without Von Miller. So then on third down, when they need a big play, he come in. That's he's not leading in sacks, but I think he's leading the team in sacks. And he's leading in like sack uh percentage just because he doesn't play all the snaps. Like he only plays select snaps. And when he comes in, he he wrecks.
1: That's crazy.
0: It's literally like a, what do they call it? Like an abundance of treasures or something. Like when you just have so many good shit going on, like you don't even need him for every place. It's, it's just nuts.
1: They're defensive people that you barely know the names of, besides probably like the safeties and Von Miller, is what we think the um, Rams are.
0: Yeah. And uh, Micah High got hurt. So that is something to people. Like I'm not, he was just walking around the sideline. I'm not going to lie, but no, Homo, Micah High could be a fucking model. That motherfucker, with light skin with blue eyes and the perfect cut. I was like, God damn, <laughs> like, that motherfucker right there. <laughs> and they kept showing him on camera. I was like, Yo, Jasmine, go go to the kitchen real quick. I don't need you watching TV right now. All right, <laughs> You can have this cute motherfucker on my screen. Oh my goodness,
1: I that, that was the most respectable way to say a it. man is handsome. I'll give you that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but you know the bells are a problem. I just want to point out that one loss. You know where it coming from. You know where you know who gave it to him? Huh?
1: Hey, and how you did it was the best part. Yeah. But jo- I think that game speaks volumes to like what you have to do to beat the Bills, because the 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 Ravens weren't gonna do that. The motherfucking the the um the Chiefs didn't do that. And like the Bills had a chance. Like they really did. Like we can't forget um what's big dog name that destroyed the fucking iPad.
0: Oh Ken Dorsey. Yeah,
1: Ken. Can't forget Kenny. Some motherfucking, like, they had a chance. That shows, like, if you want to beat this Bills, you have to play great from four to one. Well, you got to play fucking phenomenal and do amazing things because this defense is the truth. If they don't got to chase you, they're going to kill you.
0: And I'm pretty sure we, I'm not 100% sure, I don't have the stats in front of me. I'm pretty sure we held them to the lowest scoring game this year. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they only scored like 20 or something.
1: And I feel like it was mainly off the second half shit, too.
0: But uh, yeah, the bills are still powerhouse. We'll see him, and we'll see him later this year. We'll run it back next. Year,
1: beat the boys again! Oh my gosh! Because after that, it's gonna be one of those like the Saints and um Bucks. Like I can't wait to see that playoff game.
0: And that might be a big. But that's the other game where, like, if we beat them there in Bill Mafia territory, and there's no excuses about anything, and Tua balls out again, Tua continues like that will help his case for MVP.
1: And you know Ty, you know
0: how Tyree kill but Tyree killed of and boys every time. Every time, and then Waddle is fucking like he's just the unsung hero right now. No one's talking about that. Then we have uh, our last game, Monday Night Football. Browns is uh, blowing him out, thirty-two to thirteen, and the thirteen points came in the fourth quarter. Like it was not close.
1: Bro, this game was fucking insane. The way that they they put up a stat that Miles Garrett has 5.5 sacks on um on Joe Burrow. And I was like, the way they terrorize this man, like when they just come for his head all day, every day, and Nick Chubb is a is a monster in a half. Like just the shit that he can do and the fact that like every carry is at least five yards, and like the way he can shift. And the way he can just turn up to the sideline, like, he's a real old-school dog.
0: He doesn't remind – like, he's literally, like, the Jim Brown for the Browns. Like, he like Nick Chubb is someone who I could see playing. Like, he doesn't even wear, like, the fucking the, – the gloves. Like, he doesn't do any – like, he doesn't have anything that's, like, new school. Every Like, he wears no gloves. He doesn't wear shit on his body. He just fucking runs the ball hard as fuck. And he's probably going through two or three people every play. And that's why it pisses me off when they don't run the ball with him. It's like you have a stallion back there. Like, just fucking give him the ball and get out of his way right now.
1: No cap. And I'm not going to lie, Jacoby Brissett, he's smart. He's smart. He makes smart plays. He runs when he needs to. He's going to, when he fucking reached out for the end zone, he's going to do whatever he can to get
0: there. Like,
1: I respect him. This is not Jacoby Brissett from the Dolphins. I'm going to keep it up. Not at
0: all. If we had this man, we probably wouldn't have lost, like, five games with him. It was, like, he was, like, one and four as our starter last year.
1: And there were a lot of close fucking games. And the way they fucked up the Bengals, like, they terrorized them the entire time on offense. And then he's hitting people in stride. The only mistake he really made was that Mark Cooper interception. And I feel like he was really just trying to throw it away. I really don't think he actually – but, like, he could have been trying to throw it to Nick. But – that Amari Cooper interception was really the only downfall. Besides for that, I saw them play a fucking phenomenal last game, and I saw a defense that forced interceptions. Saw a defense that forced the fumble, like they kept them boys tough, and they held stop, and they blocked a fucking field goal. Yeah, and because they block, they blocked that field goal and put them in position to be able to kick to um get into um, get to field goal range and kick one for that for halftime and they get the ball back. When I saw that, they was up like what seventeen. They got the ball back. I just knew that like this Bengal team didn't get started early. It was a rap. And they didn't start shit to the fourth quarter. I'm not gonna lie, they didn't have Jamar Chase. So, but you still have Boyd and Higgins and like they the Brown defense sense. was on there. And I love the refs in this game. The refs in this game were great. They were letting shit go. Because um T Higgins and we'll dude, almost, handy. Yeah, they was all game going back and forth and shit. You got Joe Burrow screaming like, yo, yo, and I'm looking like, uh eh. It's, uh, like, you feel me, like.
0: You call that like, one, we got to call them all.
1: Yeah, like, you feel me, like. they. I don't know, man. Like, because it wasn't like he wasn't fighting back. So, I'm just like, no.
0: It was a fair fight. It wasn't like yeah, he was getting right.
1: jumped. And then it's just like, this just, is just hard to be fighting and trying to catch the ball and fucking NFL timing. So, like, that was a good. I love this game. This game was great. And I, the whole time, I was just watching, like, damn. Nick Chubb is a beast. Mark Cooper. Did
0: it, did it hurt Kev? So we know Miles Garrett got the sack and a half. Newfound weapon that they brought over from the Falcons, Deion Jones. He got his sack. He got involved.
1: Oh, that's who got the other sack. I was trying to figure out who did it. it
0: well, it. him and uh, my boy Taki Taki. I just like his name. <laughs> Taki Taki you got
1: know, one. You know, Deion Jones know how we fuck with him. No other sturdy birds fuck with him. We had no business for him. We understand NFL's business. You feel me? You
0: no, know I, I, just, I just, I was like, I but, thought he got a sack. But,
1: Honestly, you're not, like, one of them fuck niggas that went to the Bucks.
0: Yeah, and not doing shit over there either. Yeah. It's, uh, he's... Not winning the division either, you know. Yeah. Uh, nah.
1: But, no, nah, that was a fun game to watch. I think if you're not a Bengals fan, that was a great game to watch. The Browns – and it was – it's so funny watching the Browns game. You just see that Elf, and I'm just like, y'all really losing while this Elf, while this elf is on this fucking field right now? I,
0: I'll say uh, – I, I don't know if I said it in the last episode – but I think I did, but I definitely tweeted it like right when the game started because I was like, I don't want anyone to say it because I I didn't want to not say it on Twitter because if I said it afterwards, people would be like, oh, you just waited the blah blah. I said, and I'm I'm standing on it, bro. I don't I don't think T. Higgins is a legitimate wide receiver one. Like the same the same <laughs> worries that you had with CD CD Lamb with the Cowboys when they had Cooper and Gallup and they was moving the ball. That's how I feel about Higgins. I don't think he's a real wide receiver one because. He's been balling, but he's been facing cornerback twos, and he's lined up in the slot a lot. So he's really facing cornerback threes a lot. So now that he's on wide receiver one and there's that best corner, Denzel Ward was on his ass majority of the game. Like, we didn't see shit from him until that fourth quarter. He had, like, eight yards until the fourth quarter. Tyler Board was the one that I felt like in the tight end Hurst was the ones moving the ball for the Bengals for the majority of the game. and I. I, I don't think he's a real wide receiver. One, I think he's a good wide receiver. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think he's can just step in if Jamar Chase is gone and the Bengals don't have don't feel it. It's like nah, Higgins is best when he's the second best receiver on the team.
1: I could definitely agree with that to to an extent. I think because of his what he does is he kind of he has a huge frame, like he's really easy to bully a corner, a corner number three, and stuff like that. But I put. I didn't know he was the one. I thought Boyd was the number two. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I thought Boyd was, like, the number two behind Jamar Chase. So, that was interesting because Tyler Boyd is the truth. Like, I put Tyler Boyd over when him. And then Joe he
0: was a 1,000-yard receiver, and then T. Higgins got drafted, got hurt. So, we didn't see. So, Boyd kept doing his thing. But then when Chase came in, Higgins got healthy again. So, then they, those two went off for a 1,000 each last year. And Boyd still had, like, eight eight 800, 850 or something. Like, he was still relevant. But it was like, oh, we got this two-headed dragon now. And boy kinda kinda got shelved.
1: Yeah, and I think it's just because of the size, like just because it looks good. Like you got Jamar Chase, the speedy motherfucker that's open, and he can and once he gets the ball, he can really cut up and take it upfield. And then you got T Higgins, he's a nice deep threat, and he's bigger than a lot of motherfuckers on the
0: field. It is just one game, so of course I could be wrong. Like next game he might put a 150 or some shit, but just my opinion. I don't think he's ready for that wide receiver one yet.
1: I will say this about the Bengals offense because a lot of people are giving them respect for having that 481 against the Falcons secondary, but like that was a pretty out of the blue secondary. That wasn't that. Two things that killed me was that they they kept they before the game they put down that um this five for the um for the Bengals their offensive line they started the same offensive line the entire season. I'm just looking like y'all were proud of that. I told people about that. That's bad. <laughs> that was bad. But that's my biggest takeaway from this game, man. But that's the whole recap.
0: Yeah, that's everything. One thing I forgot to say, I bookmarked this tweet. I thought it was hilarious. When the Seahawks won, Tyler Lockett went up to the mic and was like, it's amazing what we can accomplish, when no one cares who gets the credit. And it's just like another little shot towards Russ, everyone's saying. Like, it's just like, this team is rallying. Maybe they are happier without Russ. Like, remember, Someone makes a great point. Remember that movie Draft Day? When the it comes out that like oh no one liked the number one pick and that's why you shouldn't have taken ball that all that no one went to his birthday party and people are now like did anyone ever go to Russell Wilson's birthday party did anyone Ooh. really fuck with Russ when he was on that Seahawks like even Pete Carroll's taking shots at him. like it's just crazy like when how everyone's turning their back on him we didn't even see this with the Colts with the um, Broncos oh, the Colts with Manning like it's just crazy
1: isn't same but hey it's football. Let's ride.
0: <laughs> but, hey, man,
1: this has been another episode of Totally Blitz Podcast. Week eight. Week eight or week nine?
0: It's week eight recap.
1: Week eight recap, you feel me? Shit got lit. Shit was the – there was a whole bunch of drip. And if you didn't know, I'm known for talking shit. Motherfucking me and my Falcons, we number one in the division. We'll catch y'all on Thursday night the Thursday night picks and previews, best bets, prop bets, all that good stuff. Make sure you tune in into the Totally Blitz Fight Club. Because these episodes are lit every motherfucking week. But I'm in this bitch with Paul picking win of conscience. I'm Kev, number one in his the vicious of boy. And we gonna talk to you later. And if you didn't know I don't mind telling you again let's use a bitch.